So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. What's up, Legacy Makers? Welcome to another episode of the number one podcast for busy dads who want to go from dad bod to fit dad and lose your first 20 plus pounds without fasting, without cutting carbs, and without sacrificing family time so that you can create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for yourself, but for generations to come. And on this show and inside of my program, we're teaching busy dads just like you how to do just that. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And on today's episode, I want to talk about if I was starting all over, if I was 40 pounds heavier again, what would I do? to get back into shape. I'm going to outline the exact step-by-step process that would, is going to save you years of trial and error and so that you could just hit the fast-forward button on your progress. But before we jump into all of that, I would love if this podcast has been helpful to you in any single way over the last several years that I've been publishing this podcast. You know, this is like the 189th episode, I think. Um, so if this has been helpful in any way to you, I would love for you to just leave this podcast a five-star review. I never ask you for anything. I don't promote anything on this podcast. I don't promote other sponsors, right? I don't get paid ads or anything like that on this show. And so your review is a form of payment to me as a thank you for publishing this content if it's been helpful to you. So please leave this episode or this podcast a five-star review. And if you can, if the spirit moves you and you're on Apple and you want to leave a little comment down below as well, a little review down below, that would be amazing. But just a five-star review um, down below that little button there. It goes a long way. And it'll actually help other people like you, other dads, find this resource and find this amazing community that we're all building together. And again, if you can just forward this podcast to another friend, a fellow dad, a dad at your church, a dad at work, a dad in your community um, who, who's struggling with their fitness, with their mental, you know, with their mindset, with their nutrition, all that stuff, then I would love for you to forward this podcast to them as well. Again, so we can continue to grow this amazing community together. Thank you so much for that, Legacy Makers. So what would I do if I was starting all over again? If I woke up today and I was 40 pounds heavier, or maybe even 50 pounds, because you know, at my at my highest, I was probably around 238, almost 240. And um, this was back in when I was first dating my wife. So my wife and I were just dating at the time, and we were going out to dinners all the time, right? We were going, you know, drinking a lot. She uh, she wasn't a drunk or anything, but um, maybe I was because I was from the army. But um, so when I got out of the army, I, you know, in the army, dude, first of all, let me just say this. In the army, it's like, you know, you're 19, you have money, and you have no parents. It's kind of like college except cooler because you have guns, explosives, you have money, automatically because you just get paid for being in the army obviously and you're a bunch of you're 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 with a bunch of goofy guys who are similar age you know so it's almost like frat house meets you know weapons and bombs and guns and and money right so and as you can imagine with no parental guidance and control it it gets pretty wild and we were literally drinking probably every single night right like almost like a case of beer 
<laughs> at night. Um, we, you know, my, one of my, my roommate would tie 40s to his hands, do the, you know, Edward 40s hands, whatever, right? We'd play Call of Duty or freaking Mario Kart for, for hours on end. And this guy, my roommate, um, would put on his helmet and, and play, you know, Call of Duty and, and Medal of Honor and all this. Other. He was really freaking hysterical. Um, he still is. He's a cop now out in, uh, in Austin or that area. Anyway, so, um, I think in Round Rock. So, um, my point is, is we were drinking and dining out every single day, ordering pizza and drinking, ordering pizza every day. But when you're 19, 20, 21, and you have a pretty decent metabolism, it's not as bad. And I was still relatively overweight. I would, I would, I'm not pretending I was, like I had a six pack or anything, but um, I was running like five or six miles every single day. I was backpacking, right, with a heavy backpack you know, for hours on end. I was training all the time, right? We weren't really doing like weightlifting or anything like that because the army never really let us do that. Um, you know, they would they would consider that like shamming, sham workouts. Um, but we do cal- calisthenics and stuff like that. But I was doing a lot of running and walking and marching and stuff like that. So I was still getting a lot of movement in. So, you know, even though I wasn't like tremendously overweight or I wasn't in amazing shape, I was still at least offsetting to some extent the, the case of beer that I was drinking every single night, the, the you know, the burgers, the fries and the pizza. Uh, remember, there's no wives, no home cooked meals or anything like that. So it's really just junk food. And, um, and so I was still at least offsetting some of the damage, right? And I mean, we would literally be hungover and go for like five mile runs. Like, like that was the norm. You could just smell the alcohol and all the dudes because you have to run in formation too. Um, you don't run like, you know, just willy nilly, like on your own, you get in a formation and you all run together in unison. So you're pretty much running, um, regardless of your pace, you're running as fast as the whole platoon or squad or, or company even, or even battalion, if it's one of those annoying battalion runs or division runs or something like that. So anyway, you could smell the alcohol on people. You could, people are th- literally throwing up on the side of the road, but you don't stop. You're not allowed to stop in the army. You just throw up and you keep running. She's like, <laughs> you just keep running. Um, it, it's hysterical. Um, at the time, it's not so hysterical because you're just like, this is so stupid, army, whatever. So anyway, but when I got out of the army, I was still drinking and eating as if I was getting that kind of regular activity. So I would quickly ballooned up to 20, 20, 30, 40 pounds. I was like, at my heaviest, I'm a 5'8". I'm 5'8". I'm a 5'8 I'm a frame. And I was almost like 240. So my wife and I were in the DR on vacation. She was taking pictures of me. I was double fisting a drink, two drinks. And I, when she, when we got home and I looked at the pictures, I was like, who the hell is that? I'm like, oh my God, that's me. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, something's got to change. And so it was in that moment that I started becoming a little bit more con- conscious of that. And I started, you know, trying to get a little bit in shape. And then I tried on a pair of jeans and that was a really embarrassing story. And I'll tell that another time. And, you know, there were just like all these little moments where I was just like, I have to get back into amazing shape or in some kind of shape. And so that started my fitness journey. But I tried everything. I tried P90X. I tried men's health magazines. I tried, you know, Spartan apps. I tried freaking, you know, paleo, keto, fasting. I've tried, you know, counting calories, not counting calories. I tried the, the meal plans from, uh, you know, beach body from freaking, uh, you know, PNDX from insanity, uh, body beast. I tried all of those freaking things, man. And I'm telling you that, you know, CrossFit even, although I never actually belonged to a CrossFit gym, I would do CrossFit and I got my CrossFit, you know, you know, certification, all that stuff. But, um, and I love the, 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 the methodology and the philosophy around CrossFit and, and, but even like their block zone eating and all that other stuff, I tried everything. And, what I'm telling you is having tried all that, here are the three things that I would do if I woke up 
at 240, and I wanted to get back down into the 180s, 170s, right? I essentially lost like 40, 50, 60 pounds, okay? So number one is rather than doing these 90-minute long workouts at the gym, goblet squats, isolated movements, tricep extensions, you know, bicep curls, I would just work out for 15, 20, I would just do short 15, 20-minute HIIT workouts at least three days a week. So tip number one is do short 15, 20-minute HIIT workouts at least three days a week. You don't have to spend 60 to 90 minutes every single day at the gym. Just doing short full-body HIIT workouts at the gym is going to be better for your metabolism because a short 15, 20-minute HIIT workout, it, you'll, you'll, it will do more good for your body than a 60-minute steady-state cardio. So if you go for a run for 60 minutes and you track it on your Apple Watch, you'll probably burn four or 500 calories on that run. And if you just did a 20 or 30-minute HIIT workout, you would burn far fewer calories, probably only two or 300 calories, right? However, when you do the steady-state cardio and your body recovers, fat burning stops. Your metabolism recovers and your body returns to homeostasis. But when you do HIIT workouts and you take your your heart rate on like a roller coaster ride throughout that you know throughout that workout, your body doesn't recover as easily and it tends to your metabolism will stay in overdrive for the next 24 to 36 hours, meaning you burn more calories in the subsequent 24 hours if you do a short HIIT workout than if you just did a 60-minute run. That's the science, folks. This isn't like bro science, you know, like, like uh, I don't know what's in the vaccine, so don't put it in my body kind of stuff. Like, this is real science. Like, short, steady, I mean, steady state cardio, you burn fat while you're running, but then your body stops burning fat when you stop. Whereas HIT, you burn fat while you're running, I mean, while you're doing HIT. And afterwards, for 24 to 36 hours, your metabolism stays in overdrive, so you keep burning fat. Whether you're doing sprints, burpees, anything that's full body where there's ups and downs in your heart rate is going to be tremendous. So tip number one is do 15 to 20-minute HIIT workouts at least three days a week instead of doing 90-minute workouts five to six days a week. Plus, that's not sustainable for a busy dad. Who's got 90 minutes a day five times a week? Nobody. Not one single dad. There's not one wife here who's like, yeah, go do that, honey. Sure, I'll take care of the kids and do everything else and become really resentful and then deny you any kind of pleasure in any other category of your life. Um, number two is eat a balance of proteins, carbs, and fats. I wish I learned this sooner. I thought I was eating healthy when I would just eat a bowl of oatmeal. I thought I was being really good by not eating pasta. I thought I was being really good by not having rice. I thought I was being really good. But you know, and, and the, the, the truth is, there's nothing wrong with pasta, there's nothing wrong with rice, and there's nothing wrong with oatmeal. However, a balance of proteins, fats, and carbs is better for your metabolism. So carbs alone, you'll spike your blood sugar, your body will release insulin, and then your body will store fat. However, carbs and protein is good because then the protein will um, balance out your blood sugar, right? And it'll keep you satiated longer. And it'll actually uh, preserve your muscles so that if you're in a calorie deficit, you don't burn muscles. And then fat, like you know, avocado, almonds, peanut butter, et cetera, will keep you satiated and it'll help with hormonal balance as well. Because if you're in a calorie deficit and your hormones get out of whack, you get cranky and hangry and all that stuff, well, that happens because your hormones are all wacky because you're just spiking with carbs, then you're you're starving yourself and your hormones are just going like, what the hell is happening? And then your metabolism ends up slowing down and you end up 
doing more harm than good because eventually you start overeating and now you have a slower metabolism, you have less muscle mass, and then you start to store even more fat when you start to eat more food. So tip number two is eat a balance of proteins, fats, and carbs with every single meal. That includes snacks. Don't just eat an apple. Eat an apple and jerky. Don't just have Greek yogurt. Eat Greek yogurt with peanut butter and a banana. Don't just have a protein shake. Have a protein shake with a peanut butter toast. Don't just have oatmeal, but have oatmeal with you know, with 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 a side of eggs, um, you know, and and some almonds, or a side of you know eggs and oatmeal, uh, peanut butter, or oatmeal with protein powder and peanut butter in it is even better. All right, and then finally, tip number three is to surround yourself with like-minded dudes. And what I mean by that is, I went lone wolf the whole time. I didn't have a community of people that I surrounded myself with to get fit. I don't have workout buddies. I didn't have a community online. I didn't have a gym that I would go to. I wasn't a part of a CrossFit community, right? My wife is into like fitness, but we didn't really work out together. Sometimes we'd go for runs together, but she runs way slower than I do. So it was really frustrating for me. And she's also like, you know, then she would ask me for ideas. And if I give her ideas, she wouldn't do them. She'd be like, oh, I don't like that. I'm like, okay, so stop asking me for ideas then, right? So it was just like, we just can't work out together. I can't work out with her. Um, so I did this all by myself for years, and I wish that I had just surrounded myself with a community of like-minded guys who were achieving the results that I want to achieve so I could just learn from them rather than just like trying to figure this all out by myself. And you know, I would say like an, an even bonus tip to that is to take this to one step, uh, one, one level next is not only do you want to surround yourself with like-minded guys, but you want to also hire a mentor, right? Get an accountability coach, somebody who has a step-by-step roadmap who could just say, hey, I know what you want to do. Here's what you, like, tell me what you want to achieve. Okay, I've done that many times with several other people. Here's how to do it, right? Versus like, oh, should I try Zumba? Should I try CrossFit? Should I try P90X? Should I try keto? Should I try fasting? Should I try no carb? Should I try low carb? Should I try carnivore? Should I try vegan, right? Like, no, just do these three things um, and I will help you get into amazing shape. So that is it. So tip number one is stop doing those 90-minute workouts and just do uh, 15, 20-minute HIIT workouts three days a week. Tip number two, if I woke up 40, 50 pounds heavier, I would eat a balance of proteins, fats, and carbs with every single meal, including my snacks. And then finally, tip number three, if I woke up 20, 30, 40 pounds heavier, here's how I would get back in shape. I would surround myself with like-minded guys who are on a similar mission so that I can stay motivated, stay accountable, so I can be inspired by everybody else. And then take that to the next level is hire a mentor or a coach who can just show you the step-by-step roadmap and blueprint so you don't have to figure this out on your own, okay? I promise you, ditching the dad bod in 2024 is 100% sustainable, and you can totally do it. If you're 30, 40, even 50 years old, I have guys in my community who've lost 30, 40 pounds at 50 years old, okay? So if you're curious to learn a little bit more about how my program could help you hit your goals, if my program could help you hit your goals, I would love for you to just go to forgingleanfathers.com forward slash apply, click on that apply button, and I will personally be in touch to work out if and how my program could help you hit your goals, all right? So that is it, Legacy Makers. That is all. Please leave this podcast a five-star review. Leave a little comment down below if you can, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to this. Share this podcast with a friend. Let's keep growing this community together. And until I see you next time, Legacy Makers, let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness, not only for yourself, but for generations to come. Let's go.
24, you need to get over yourself, get over your ego, admit that this is something that you're not necessarily an expert at. And you could spend hours and days and months and years and countless dollars on all these programs and stuff. Or you could just hit the fast forward button and hire somebody who's specifically designed the program specifically for you, with you in mind, with the results that you want. Okay. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more about that, I would love for you to just go to forgingleadfathers.com forward slash apply and then click on that little apply button and I'll be in touch to work out all the details to work out if and how my program can help you hit your goals. But more importantly, Legacy Maker, it's 2024. January is in the can. If you have fallen off your New Year's resolutions to walk those 10K steps every single day, to hit your macros or to hit your calorie goals, to lose 20, 30 pounds, and you've defaulted back to your old patterns, you're not waking up anymore, you're hitting the snooze button, you're not even setting early alarms anymore, you're dining out, you're eating junky food, you're eating pretzels, you're eating ice cream, right? You just don't have motivation, you don't have any accountability, you don't have any discipline, then it might be time to, one, set some bite-sized goals and benchmarks, two, Aim for just doing three workouts a week, whether it's walking or doing the ones that I post on Instagram. And then finally, above all else, three, hire an accountability coach. Hire a mentor, somebody who's going to hold you accountable and walk you every single step of the way, all right? So that is it, Legacy Makers. Go to forgingleadfathers.com forward slash apply. Click on that apply button, and I'll be in touch with next steps and details. If this has been helpful in any way, I would love for you to forward this to a fellow dad. I would love for you to make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. And most importantly, I would love for you to leave a comment and a five-star review down below, whether you listen to this on Apple or Spotify or whatever, so that other people like you can find this amazing resource and this amazing community that we're all building together. So that is it. Until I see you next time, Legacy Makers, let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness, not only for ourselves, but for generations to come. Let's go.